this is Mind Speak. I'm your host, Holly Higgins, a hypnotherapist and a total nerd when it comes to all things holistic mental health. I'm here to help you use the power of your mind to become happier, healthier, and more of who you really are. Let's go. Welcome back. Today I want to talk about the subconscious root causes of insomnia and sleep issues. This is an incredibly fascinating and frankly mind-blowing topic and one that I'm really, really passionate about. So if you have insomnia or sleep challenges or you know somebody who does, today's episode is worth a listen. I am going to talk to you about how your sleep issues are actually helping you say what? And by knowing that, how you can work to overcome them. So a little backstory. When I trained to become a hypnotherapist, I never set out to work with sleep issues. I never thought I'd be working with sleep issues. You know, I primarily work with confidence, self-expression, being your true self. I work a lot with mood issues, depression, and anxiety. But pretty early on, I started having a steady stream of clients come to me asking, hey, would this work for sleep? I have really terrible sleep, and I'm wondering if we could do a session on sleep. And I said, sure, yeah, let's give it a go. And the results blew me away. And I continued to have people come to me for sleep. And over time, I became really, really fascinated with this topic of sleep deprivation, insomnia, sleep challenges of all kinds, because oftentimes by the time someone would come to me to work on sleep, they had been plagued with insomnia for years, decades even. And usually they had tried everything in the book. They'd been to doctors, naturopaths. They'd tried supplements, medication, changing their diet, changing their sleep schedule. They'd tried meditation. They'd gone to traditional therapy. They'd done everything in the book. And then by the time we would do the session and figure out the root cause of the issue what was actually driving the insomnia, often the driving belief or feeling was often very, very simple, but it was buried in the subconscious where we don't have easy access without those tools to access the subconscious. And there are many tools you can use to access the subconscious, but I love hypnosis and hypnotherapy, which is why I practice what I practice. And Often with clients, I was sort of the last stop on the journey. (laughs) By the time they'd get to me, they'd say, okay, I guess I'll try this thing. It sounds kind of crazy, but I've heard really good things about you. And I found that even clients who had struggled with this their entire lives, clients who had tried everything in the book, they were finally sleeping through the night after just one month of working together. Basically, having a deep dive session with me and committing to listening to a 15-minute recording every day for a month, and it blew me away. One of my clients wrote a post that I'll read to you. She wrote, I got hypnotized. 
insert embarrassed face emoji. (laughs) I know, right? After a lifetime of sleep and insomnia issues, endless medicines that never worked, I decided to hire Holly to get to the root of my problems, and it worked. Through hypnotherapy, I was able to uncover the event in my life where my brain created unhealthy beliefs regarding sleep. Super fascinating. And I fell asleep like a normal person and slept deep last night. You guys, I've had insomnia all my life from age two or three until now, age 38. And I am done. I am convinced I am now able to sleep good, deep, and wake up recharged. And I thank Holly for helping me. She is a fantastic person and so good at what she does. Check her out. I share that testimonial as an example of someone who struggled with insomnia since the age of two and was able to break past it. And I've helped dozens and dozens of people do the same thing that she did. And so what gives? Why has hypnotherapy been so effective at helping insomnia when all of these other things have failed? Well, like I said before, it allows us to get down to the subconscious root cause. It allows us to get to the belief in the mind that's actually driving this behavior. And here's the thing. With every client I've ever worked with, insomnia was trying to help them in some way. I will say that again. I want you to just let this soak in. With every client I've ever worked with, insomnia was trying to help them. This will all make sense in a minute, but basically the insomnia was created by the mind as a protective mechanism to keep them safe and happy. And when it comes to our mind and our subconscious and how it works, the mind's number one job is to keep us safe and to move us toward what we say we want and away from what we say we don't want. The other thing about the subconscious mind is it's very, very literal, which can sometimes be sort of annoying. (laughs) And what that means is it can latch on to beliefs and programs that it perceives as helpful, but eventually those quote-unquote helpful programs end up having the opposite effect. So let me give you an example. A lot of my clients who have struggled with lifelong insomnia since they were little bitty, they have a subconscious belief that sleep is boring or they'll miss out on all the really good stuff when they sleep. And so when we do a session together, they end up going back to scenes of being put down for bed when they're little and they hate it. They get put to bed and then they sneak out of bed and and they sit by the door with their ear pressed to the door, listening to all the adults outside having fun. And so what happens is in their little subconscious minds, they're forming the belief sleep is boring. I hate sleep. Whenever I have to go to bed, everybody else stays up and they have fun and sleep is the worst thing ever. 
So what happens is this feeling, this emotion is so strong that it creates a belief. And then that belief sticks with them even when it's no longer helpful and even when they're no longer aware of it at the conscious level. What the mind does is it says, well, clearly you hate sleep, so I'm going to do everything I can to move you away from sleep. But like I said, over time, as you get older, this program no longer works because you're exhausted and you're not sleeping. But this program has become very, very sticky, and so without the right tools, it's difficult to change. And in my experience, hypnosis is the fastest and most efficient way to access these outdated beliefs and programs and to update them for what we want and need in the present moment, which in the case of my clients is deep, healthy, consistent, amazing, restful sleep. So this belief sleep is boring, or I'm going to miss out on all the fun when I sleep. This is just one of the four most common root causes that I'll share with you here in a minute, but it's a really, really common one. And I've had clients who are very surprised when they discover this in session. They are simultaneously relieved because, oh my goodness, they finally found the root cause, And they can also be a little bit angry too. That's really common. And they feel angry because often they've wasted years, sometimes decades on treatments and solutions that just haven't worked. And here it is, this buried belief inside that sleep is boring. Oh my gosh, this is the root cause? Are you kidding me? I wasted all this time pursuing all these paths and you're telling me it's my wounded inner child that doesn't want to be bored? How is this possible? So I completely understand that frustration that comes up sometimes. It's like when you're running all around your house looking for something like your glasses. Okay, you lost your glasses. You're running all around your house looking for your glasses. You turn the closet upside down. You've wasted an hour and a half looking for your glasses. And there your glasses are. They're sitting right on top of your head, tucked into your hair. It's like that. Now, insomnia can be a multi layered topic. And there are definitely physical things and lifestyle components that go into it. Blood sugar imbalance can play a role, magnesium deficiency, lifestyle. You know, it can be a very layered and nuanced topic. And we've been led to believe that it can be an extremely complex topic, an extremely complex issue to deal with. And I'm not saying that there aren't times when it is complex, because those cases definitely exist. But often when clients come to me, they are astounded at how simple the problem actually is. And once you get down to the root cause and you work at the root cause level, it's actually a fairly simple fix. So we've already talked about common root cause number one, which is this belief that 
sleep is boring, or if you sleep, you will miss out on all the fun. And this belief can be created for a number of different reasons, but often this belief is created in very early childhood when we just don't want to go to bed because bedtime isn't fun. So that's root cause number one. Subconscious root cause number two that I see all the time is this belief that sleep isn't safe. Usually this belief is created when we experience some kind of danger or upset or trauma when we're sleeping. And if you think about it, sleep is a very vulnerable position. It's it's one of the most vulnerable activities that we engage in. And so when someone experiences something scary or traumatic when they're sleeping, especially if it happens consistently, the mind will create a belief sleep isn't safe. If someone has recurrent or consistent nightmares, the mind will often say, Ugh, nightmares happen when I sleep. I don't want to go to sleep anymore. I've also had clients whose homes were robbed in the middle of the night while they were sleeping, and that also triggered a program. It's not safe for me to sleep. Now, sometimes this is happening at the individual level, and sometimes this belief extends to the family level. And this is really, really common with mothers. You know, when you have babies and you have to be up at night feeding and taking care of newborns, You know, it's very common knowledge that your sleep gets a little wonky. When you have newborns or little kids, your mother's intuition kicks in and you will naturally be a lighter sleeper. But for some mothers, this instinct just never turns off or quiets down even after their children are much older. Now that's That can be just because the instinct kind of gets stuck. It can also be because, you know, maybe when your children were really little, something scary or traumatic happened. And so that program went into overdrive and and basically is in your mind saying, you must stay awake for the good of your family. Those are just a couple of examples of how the belief sleep isn't safe tends to manifest. Let's talk about root cause number three. This is the belief, I can't trust my body when I sleep. This is really common in clients who have a history of sleepwalking and bedwetting. And this can be true even if the person hasn't wet the bed since they were like seven or eight years old. It can be true if they haven't engaged in sleepwalking since they were a young teenager. What often happens with sleepwalking and bedwetting is that people are witnessed doing it like at a slumber party or their older siblings find out that they wet the bed or they were sleepwalking. Basically, these things happen and somebody else finds out and they don't react in a loving or supportive way. I've worked with so many clients who go back to memories of being at a slumber party 
and they're sleepwalking and they wake the whole house up and everybody makes fun of them or gets really mad at them. The same thing for bedwetting. I've had clients go back to scenes where they wet the bed and a parent gets really, really frustrated and angry with them. And when these intense emotions of embarrassment and shame and humiliation take over, the mind says, oh my gosh, we cannot handle this embarrassment, this shame, this humiliation. We have to make sure you never do this again. You never sleepwalk again. You never wet the bed again. You do these things while you sleep so clearly You can't trust your body when you sleep. Therefore, I'm going to move you away from sleep. That's number three. Root cause number four is this need to solve or to figure things out. It's the belief that if I can stay awake longer, I will be able to figure out all the answers to my problems or I will be able to achieve more And it's a belief that creates exhaustion. It's that burning the midnight oil mentality where we tell ourselves, ooh, if I stay up longer, I'm going to be so much more productive and get so much more done. But what ends up happening is that we are so sleep deprived that our efficiency is drastically hindered (laughs) in our waking life. Those tend to be the four top root causes that I see. Not to say that there's never a different subconscious root cause for insomnia, but I see these four pop up time and time again. And you'll notice with all of these examples, the mind is really doing its best. The mind really thinks, I am helping you by keeping you awake. And like I said, these beliefs tend to get stuck. The mind is convinced that it's helping you, that it's doing you a favor, or that it's moving you away from pain. So often people experience a trauma that then causes the mind to loop on the program of insomnia. And when I say trauma, what I mean is any experience that was overwhelming or upsetting to you in the moment that you didn't have the resources to deal with at the time. And what that does is it creates a lasting impact and it can do this whether you're aware of it or not. So you might look back at wetting the bed at a slumber party and you might say, that wasn't traumatic. I was eight and now I'm an adult and I'm over it and I don't even think about that anymore. How are you telling me that that is in any way connected to my present day insomnia? Well, my friend, that is you speaking at a conscious level, but at the subconscious level, your mind can still be locked on to that experience and doing everything it can to help you avoid recreating that experience. And so it runs the same program, which is, I'm going to keep you awake so that you can stay aware of your bodily functions and this never has to happen again. Or, I'm going to keep you awake 
so your kids are safe, or I'm going to keep you awake so you never have to be bored, or I'm going to keep you awake so you can figure out all the problems in your life that are stressing you out. And until you seek to understand, address, and resolve the root cause, these programs often just keep running in the background. It's like a buggy computer that has Microsoft Word open, and you really want to close Microsoft Word. You're not using it anymore. But no matter what you do, no matter how many times you click the X button, you can't get Microsoft Word to shut down. And that's why so many treatments for insomnia end up feeling like whack-a-mole. Things get better, you know, temporarily through supplements or medication, and then the insomnia pops back up as if to say, you can't keep me down, buddy, because I'm here to help you. I'm doing my job. In this case, you have to get down to the emotional and subconscious levels to unveil why the insomnia is there in the first place. It has a reason for being there. So you might be thinking, okay, Holly, this is great. This is making a ton of sense. How does hypnosis actually change this? And Marissa Peer, who I studied with, has a saying that says, understanding is power. So when we understand the true cause of the issue, in this case, the true cause of insomnia, that's incredibly powerful information because once you understand the true cause of insomnia, you can set yourself free. What I do with clients in hypnosis is I get them into a theta brainwave state, which is where we have direct access to the subconscious. And once we find out the root cause of the issue, we go back in and we reprocess those experiences and we tell the mind the new program that we want to adopt and how and why that's going to be so much more helpful for us in the present moment. So for example, if someone has a past history of bedwetting that's driving their insomnia symptoms, what we do is we go in and we talk to the mind and we say, thank you so much for keeping me safe. Thank you so much for protecting me from embarrassment but I'm not eight years old anymore. I don't even wet the bed anymore. I'm an adult. I'm resilient. I'm strong. And what I need more than anything now is I need to sleep. And I'm safe when I sleep. It's perfectly fine for me to sleep, etc., etc. And that's just an example of one kind of tool I would use with a client in session. I use lots of different tools depending on what comes up. And then what I do for all of my clients is I create a custom 15-minute audio that they listen to for at least three weeks after their session that really cements and solidifies those positive beliefs about sleep. And I'll always tailor this directly to the root cause. So if I have a client who comes to me for insomnia and we find out the root cause is that 
Her mind is really afraid of her children's safety at night. Within that recording, I will infuse a lot of messages about her family being safe and secure and protected and how it's safe for her to sleep. And when she sleeps well, she'll actually take so much better care of her family in the day. And that's why the recordings are so effective is because they speak directly to the root cause issue. You can go online and look up sleep hypnosis and find any kind of track out there that says you're getting sleepy and you'll sleep very deeply and you'll sleep all through the night. Those are a dime a dozen and you'll find them anywhere, but they don't speak directly to the deeper mind's fear. And so it's not that generic hypnosis audios never work. Sometimes they do. But when they don't work, it's because the mind is still there in the background going, hmm, I hear you telling me it's safe to sleep, but I have a lot of reasons why it's not safe for me to sleep and it's, it's not a good idea for me to sleep. So whenever I create a sleep recording for somebody, it always addresses that root cause to really calm the mind and get the mind on board with the new program of deep, consistent, wonderful sleep. And usually within 30 days between the session and listening to the recording, usually within 30 days, my clients' sleep issues are significantly improved or completely resolved. Now, for some clients, this takes a little bit longer But for most people I work with, they see improvement or resolution in just 30 days, which is amazing, especially in cases where people have really been battling this their whole entire lives. It just feels like a miracle. So if you're interested in this approach, if this is speaking to you, there are two ways to work with me. Number one is I am still taking one-on-one clients for insomnia. And so if you want to apply to work with me, you can find the link for that in the show notes. And number two is that I have created a program to make this work accessible to more people. When I started getting these consistent results in my practice and seeing these very clear root causes, I thought to myself, I have to make this work available to as many people as possible. So I've created a new program and it is called Unsomnia. Not insomnia, but Unsomnia. I'm very proud of that name. I came up with it on a hike. It was just like planted in my brain and I was like, that's the name, Unsomnia. So Unsomnia walks you through the exact steps and exercises that I take my one-on-one clients through. And you can do it all on your own time. And I lead you through recorded sessions There are six different custom audios to choose from based on the root cause that's revealed to you in your session. I've also got worksheets in there to help you keep track of your progress as you go along and videos that guide you step by step. So eventually this program will be completely self-paced, but since this is the first launch, 
I'm also going to be hosting a private Facebook group where you can ask questions, get support, do it in community, have accountability. And right now I'm wrapping up all the nuts and bolts and bells and whistles on the back end. But Unsomnia is going to launch sometime between November 8th and November 15th. So if you are interested, I highly recommend getting on the wait list. I will link that up in the show notes as well. And if you're on the wait list, I will email you as soon as enrollment is open and you will also have access to discounted pricing that I'm not offering the public. If this sounds like a fit for you, I can't wait to see you in the program and help you make huge progress toward an awesome night's sleep. And if you know someone else who struggles with sleep issues, please share this episode because you never know, it may save them years of frustration and headaches. So that's all I've got for you this week. And until next time, have a good night's sleep and go believe in you. I do.